Eve Radio. It is time again for Tech Plus. Uh, hello to you and welcome to it. Uh, it's Jan with you uh, for the next 60 minutes, joined by... Brocane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Yo, I sometimes forget that you're Brocane. <laughs> but geez, no. uh, Brocane's been... Uh, you had a, an interesting morning. You, yeah. uh, you went to the dentist and you actually just came back from the dentist. And like a, a true trooper... He came straight to the studio. Oh, yeah. You know. He doesn't want to miss Tech Plus today, even though he's got cotton and everything. <laughs> I mean, when, when I went uh, for my wisdoms, uh, they had to carry me on a stretcher. <laughs> so I, I would never show up for a show as well. So I love the dedication, bro. Oh, yeah, no, it's Tech Plus. You know, you only get to talk about the tech news once a week. You can't let one tooth out of 37 hold you back. <laughs> <laughs> so you got more to go, eh? Or was it just the one? No, I'm not going to think about that. But yeah, there's probably still, I still got to get my other two wisdoms removed. So it's just one wisdom. Wow. Okay. But here you are and uh, you're ready for Tech Plus today, but we won't let you talk too much (laughs) because your cotton's going to fall out. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's so awesome. And, and, you know, massive week for for tech. Uh, I mean, just the other night I messaged you and I said, you look what has happened here. Uh, Elon Musk just purchased Twitter. And he's he's getting a bit cocky now. Oh yeah, no, he's he. What did he say? He was get, He even made a tweet. I think it was today or yesterday. He's like um, that. His next thing that he's gonna do is buy Coca Cola and put the cocaine back. Yeah, and I was like, oh. and then I don't know if he tweeted it or if somebody made a joke about it. But he also apparently said that he was going to buy McDonald's to fix all uh, the ice cream machines because <laughs> they're always broken. Right at the last part of the day. The but it was... Uh, exactly. But it was uh, a very interesting move. I didn't actually think that that transaction would go through. And there's also a lot of opposition. I don't know if you saw a lot of famous people left Twitter in uh, protest. Oh, yeah. You know, not that it's going to make a difference. No, you know, it's a professional deal. I mean, even, um, even Twitter made a statement and said, you know, they've turned off some of the the functionality for their staff to mm. prevent damage from them walking out and leaving on the deal and, and you know, neglect, neg- uh, like trying to make the deal reverse, you know, trying oh, yeah. to do things and take actions that influence the deal being reversed. And I thought, you know, you, you this is your bread and butter. I mean, you can't be this passionate about not wanting Elon Musk to join your company. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't truly, like if I was working for Twitter, what would I feel if I heard that Elon Musk was going to be leading our, you know, our initiative. I don't know if it would make me walk out. Yeah. I don't know if it would make me walk out. It's no, like, I wouldn't walk out. You know, not no. like the guy from the guys from Sony, um, Activision that were getting in trouble. You know, for gender-based, you know, um, like preferences in the workplace oh, really? and things like that. That you would stand up and yeah. say, "Hey, this is I'm not cool with this." You know, I'm walking yeah. out of here. But, but like Elon, Elon yeah. Musk coming in. Buying a couple shares, you might have some shares on Twitter as an employee. You know, I don't, I don't really see the reason to. <laughs> Somebody to, wrote to on Twitter in response to it. Uh, they wrote, uh, 
Elon's stupid. He, he spent $44 billion on Twitter when I got it for free on the App Store. <laughs> 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 I think that was quite funny as well. So here's some more information. So Twitter may announce the $54.20 share a deal later on Monday once its board has met to recommend the transaction to Twitter shareholders. The sources said it is always possible that the deal might collapse at the last minute. Oh, okay. So that's possible. There was also some other like mechanisms that they've put into this deal, which I didn't expect. Mm. Um, and and it will make sense. So, what, so the first thing is the um, the the deal would be at fifty four dollars twenty a share. Yeah. Right. But when Elon announced this deal, Twitter's sh- stock went up. Mm. So the amount Musk is buying. Is less is per share is less than what Twitter's actual cost per share is now, and uh, you would have to be as someone as Elon Musk making that deal. You would have to say, "Oh no, you know, I carry a lot of weight on my shoulders. I'm quite a lot of people are going to listen to this information, and if I don't set up a good deal, I might end up paying more." But more than that, there's also an option for people to. Um, so Twitter has not been able to secure so far a go shop provision under its agreement with Musk that would allow it to solicit other bids once the deal is signed, the sources said. Still, Twitter would be allowed to accept an offer from another party by paying Musk a breakup fee, oh. the sources added. Hmm. So ultimately, what that means is someone else could say, okay, well, if Musk's going to pay 40-odd billion for Twitter, I'll pay 50-odd billion. And as long as Twitter pays Musk a breakup fee, that can be possible. So Musk might be buying Twitter, but he might not be the person that ends up owning Twitter if another party mm-hmm. comes in and outbids him and outbids him in such a way that it can afford his breakup fee. Because if I was Elon Musk, I'd have a big breakup fee there, a couple billion at least. I'm sure, yeah. You know, at least. So the resources requested anonymity because the matter is confidential. Twitter and Musk did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Twitter shares were up 4.5% in the pre-market trading in New York on Monday. And Musk has said Twitter needs to be taken private to grow and become a genuine platform for free speech. Here's something else that's very interesting, right? So Jeff Bezos has something to say about this deal as well. What is he saying? So Amazon.com's founder Jeff Bezos posted a a provocative question after Elon Musk uh, clinched a $44 billion takeover of Twitter, whether that will make things difficult for Tesla in China. So in a series of tweets... Bezos drew attention to the EV giant's close ties with China, the world's biggest electric vehicle market and home to Tesla's first overseas factory. About half the company's cars sold globally last year were produced at its plant in Shanghai and Musk has said that figure may double. Interesting question, did the Chinese government just gain a bit of leverage over the town square was the tweet that Bezos made, who also owns Washington Post. He mm. said, my, and he followed on to that tweet and responded to He said, my own answer to this question is probably not. He added in a follow-up, the more likely outcome in this regard is complexity in China for Tesla rather than censorship at Twitter. So this could create tensions between Tusk, uh, Musk's deal with China 
to produce the Tesla cars. Oh wow! Twitter is prohibited in China. Yes, because it may create. I didn't even think that you know, far. Wow! It may create discourse if people yeah. have free speech in China, and that's what the Chinese government doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So this deal that's going down might put negative pressure yeah. on Musk's existing Tesla deal with China. But more than that. Twitter also went out to reassure advertiser advertisers that Musk won't make the platform more of a toxic hellhole than it already is, <laughs> and it's a very interesting point because what is Elon Musk advocating with his Twitter purchase? He's trying to make sure that free speech is there, right? That's what he's backing, and we're going to talk about how that influences Trump Social as well because Elon Musk made a statement about Trump Social in regards to free speech as well. So.、Um, Musk's free speech plans could unleash a wave of unpleasant content. Twitter has reportedly contacted advertising agencies to reassure them that Elon Musk's plans for the platform won't make it an inhospitable place for brands. Musk has promised that under his watch, Twitter will take a maximalist approach to free speech, perhaps only removing content that is actively illegal. However. As experts have pointed out, this would mean easing restrictions on a variety of unpleasant but legal forms of speech, from Nazi propaganda to ISIS beheading videos to medical misinformation. This is content that corporations just don't want to be associated with when you're making advertising. Yeah,、campaigns. of course. Yeah. You don't want your ad around that. No, no. It can be there in its own play, but don't put my ad below. No, it. you no. know what I mean,、mm. or above it.、Mm-hmm. Um, according to an email seen by the Financial Times, Twitter has reached out to an ad, ad to ad agencies to preempt such fears, telling them that the advertisements that make for big brands won't appear alongside offensive content. The report does not offer any further details, but reflects widespread fears that Musk's leadership will lead to an uptick in hateful. And toxic speech on Twitter, and that's the problem with free speech. Free speech is great, but when you look at something that has traditionally only free speech, like 4chan, like if you've ever gone to 4chan, the website, please don't. It's never, full of free I've, speech. I've never heard of and it. And hard, you know, disgusting stuff, funny stuff. Like it's all in there, you know what I mean?、And、Can you just give it to me again? <laughs> no, no, I will not. I don't want to do that. There was this also this guy called David Wiseman or Wiseman who wrote on on、uh, Twitter in response to what happened,、uh, Musk's purchase. He said, "I still think Elon Musk owning Twitter is a bad idea. He will only amplify racists." Bigots and misinformation. He is a bad faith actor with his distorted views of free speech and censorship. What do you say to that, Kane? I think there's definitely like there's there's if, if you're creating this avenue for free speech, it has to be good free speech and bad free speech because speech has to be free and the ability to to communicate with other people about something you may be passionate about or something like that is all part of free speech. So. Yeah, Twitter will if there's very you know like a lot of lifting of the restrictions that traditionally block some of the types of content on Twitter. There is going to be more of that present. It's going to be prevailing. You know, it's going to be there, and that's not necessarily a good thing. It it's not because 
you want the good parts of the free speech. You want to hear about the guy in Ukraine who's been, you know, uh, censored and hasn't been able to tell his part. Or that one guy in Russia who's trying to unveil the whole secret behind everything that's going on, but he can't because he's censored and Mm. it's difficult. That's the guy you want to be able to read his stuff. But with it comes all of the other shrapnel. Yeah, Um, yeah. And I think the best balance is to create a way for a person to be able to receive information that they want to be able to receive. So if free speech is there and something, you know, like Nazi propaganda comes across, say, I never want to see this type of content. Make, as a user, make your own informed decision that this type of content I don't want to see on my feed. Then Twitter, make sure that that type of content doesn't come up on your feed. Then you have a much more enjoyable viewing experience. And for people that just want to be there for the good stuff and or people that just want to be there for the bad stuff, they can tailor their feed and other people can tailor their feed so that people who want to talk about these things are able to conversate without affecting other people. Like children. You yeah. don't want youngsters going onto Twitter and seeing some of the stuff that would come yeah. with free speech. Robert wrote, uh, Twitter will become a propaganda machine for dictators and authoritarians. Uh, yeah, authoritarians. <laughs> 1984, here we come. A perfect vehicle to control the masses. That's what Robert is saying. And then our very own Susan... She also chipped in here. She says, uh, free speech encourages hate speech. It which does. Is, which is true. I let's say hello to Susan. Hey, Susan. Good to have you back. Um, Trump social. Let's talk about that for a second. So Trump Don't you social, want a music break first? The, How are you feeling? Is, I think this is a good one. I think, okay. we, should, I okay. think we should listen to this. Uh, cool. So Trump social is back at number one on the App Store. It's gone back to number oh. one. And one of the effectors of that, or at least something that's causing it to stay at number one, was actually influenced by Elon Musk, mm. which is quite interesting because he's just crea- he's per- basically buying the competitor. Yes. Right? And Trump's also down this free speech alley. So wouldn't the people that are criticizing Elon for buying Twitter for, f- for purposes of free speech not feel the same way about Trump social? Mm. I think that's a bit backwards. It's it's very backwards mm. because what you know why the is there not is more vocalized nowadays. about that? Why is there no one talking Everything's about Trump backwards? Exactly. No priorities, man. So former President Donald Trump's social network is back at the top of the App Store, fueling a rebound in the blank check firm, bringing its parent company public. Shares of Digital World Acquisition Group leaped 24% on Wednesday as thousands of more users gained access to the Truth's social full functionality and downloads jumped almost tenfold. Yo. The special purpose acquisition company, which is merging with Trump Media and Technology Group, has slumped 60% in the previous two months. Wednesday's rally started in pre-market hours following a tweet by Elon Musk, who is purchasing Twitter, in which he said that Trump social passed both Twitter and TikTok on the Apple App Store overnight. The, the, social, the, tweet, the tweet actually reads, Truth Social is currently beating Twitter and TikTok on the Apple Store. Still, digital world shares trimmed gains to uh, 10% after Musk tweeted that the truth social exists because Twitter censored free speech. So there comes the aspect that you say, okay, well, that's why he commented on it. Because he's saying truth social exists because Twitter doesn't have free speech. Yeah. And it kind of turns around because we were talking about, we were like, well, Trump wanted to start his own social media platform and Trump and and, uh, Elon just bought one, right? And now it's kind of reversed. Elon kind of bought the the social media app that 
is being replaced by a competitor for having something that Twitter doesn't have, which is free speech. So he's kind of re-engineering Twitter to give it free speech to see how it contends with Trump social. It's a hell of a geopolitical thing. You know what I mean? It really is. It's 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 quite intense. But I like what Elon said there about, you know, the fact that the Trump social is existing because of these shortfalls that Twitter had. And people had mm, good yeah, and bad right. to say about Trump social. Now he's buying Twitter and everyone's saying the same bad things about him. You know what I mean? It's a bit strange. But uh, we'll follow the story and see how it evolves. Thank you, Kane. A brilliant insight there. I really thought uh, that, uh, you know, Elon is going to start his own social network. And he was like, no, hold my beer. I'm going <laughs> to just summer buy the whole bloody Twitter. <laughs> I can't believe it. Stand back and hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Let me go at this. <laughs> Jeez, but I mean, it is a guy who, who wants to and who, you know, is doing space things. So he really has absolutely no limit. Absolutely. And also no limit when it comes to financial uh, gains Backing. and stuff. And Absolutely. Backing, yes, absolutely. Let's go for some music. Here's Offenbach and For You. Great, love that one. It's uh, Jax Jones with Where Did You Go featuring MNEK. Also, uh, Offenbach and a song called For You. This is uh, Take Plus. If you just joined us, hello to you and uh, welcome. Streaming all over the globe. And they're uh, talking about this week's biggest tech stories. Uh, lots and lots of it. Elon, of course, leading the pack. But there's also other things that happened this week, including news from the sinking ship, uh, DSTV, which we'll get to in a while. (laughs) But firstly, Kane, what have you got for us? So did you know that uh, in 2005, February 2005, YouTube launched? Wow. Wow. 17 years ago. Yeah, it feels like it's been here forever. It's been here for a while. And you know what? When we're talking about things like Trump Social and we're talking about all these new apps that are coming out, we forget about the ones that that were the first yeah. that that were launched in tandem with the Internet of Things. You but, know? Yeah, your Google on your, your, your dial up store. Yeah. Now, do you think you've watched a, a video on YouTube more than five times? The same video, definitely. Do you think? What do you think the most times you've viewed a single video on YouTube is? The same video. Okay, that was probably like a music video. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. Yeah. What do you? How many times do you think? A hundred? Three hundred? Oh no, probably no, not even. Maybe just under a hundred. Since yeah. two thousand and five, eh? Oh, since two thousand and five. Okay, now I could get to a hundred, I suppose. Yeah, okay. I don't okay. know. I don't well, know. I wondered to myself the other day. You know, YouTube's been around for so long, and so many years have passed. But content has been released. There was content that was released in two thousand and five, and there was content that was released this year. Mm-hmm. But to date, since the start of YouTube, do you want to know what the top 10 most watched YouTube videos are in all time, of all time? I'm thinking Justin Bieber's in there somewhere. Well, that's what we're going to find out, right? <laughs> he must be somewhere on that list, I'm sure. So we're going to talk about 10, but I think number 11's an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. It's Gangnam Style. Ach, yeah, of Remember course. Gangnam Style? Yes. Hoppa. Yeah. Hoppa. <laughs> um, that was 4.3 billion views. Damn. That's number... That's number 11. Yes, like Can you imagine number one? Okay. So so the next one at number 10 is Masher and the Bear, Recipe for Disasters by Get Movies. It's a movie for kids. Okay. Somehow has aggregated 4.5 billion views. (sighs) I don't even know it. No, I also wasn't know. one of my views. No, no, same here. Yeah. Some kid watched it a billion times. Wasn't <laughs> the parents must be crazy. Um, the next one at number nine with four point five three billion views is Uptown Funk 
about Mark Ronson. That was a good song. That well, was a goodie. Yes. That was a goodie. Um, the next one is 4.5 billion. That's Learning Colors, Colorful Eggs on a Farm. It's like a kid's show. Um, another one, like Old MacDonald had a farm style. 4.5 billion. Goodness. Um, f- the next one, number seven, is fun- Phonics Song with Two Worlds. Another kid's song. Right. Then at number six, another kid's song, Bath Song. Ugh. Okay. Bath Song. Then number five, breaking five billion views. 5.4 billion views is See You Again by Wiz Khalifa. <gasps> wow. It's probably because of the Paul Walker thing. It's yeah. kind of a tribute to Paul Walker. Yeah. 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 Okay. But well, that was a beautiful song and video. Yeah. Great song. Mm. Number, and I'm not surprised it's there. I've listened yeah. to that. That's probably one of the songs that I listen to yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. To the that point was, where I don't like it anymore. That was one of the few rap songs that I actually enjoyed mm. then we've got uh, num- number four at five point like we're talking about 5.6 billion views it's like nearly how many people are in the on the earth yeah now who's that shape of you by ed sheeran what what no that's right that's, that's not even a, oh, no man i also couldn't believe that's it. not i mean that was a big song for him but i would never imagine the video's not so great then okay and this is funny because the next one is another kid show naturally Ugh. okay um <laughs> But the thing is, it beats Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, which has 5.6 billion. This has 6.28 billion views. It's called Johnny Johnny Yes Papa by Lulu Kids. Excuse me. It's literally a kids animation. I've never heard of it. I thought it would be Barney the Dinosaur or something. Someone launched How to Buy a Billion Views on YouTube and these oaks used them all. Um... Then the next one is Despacito <gasps> by Louis Fonzi. And Justin Bieber. And Justin Bieber. There he comes in. I knew he would Can be there somewhere. Can you guess how many views? This is number two. Yo. The last one was 6.2 billion. Okay, probably 6.5. 7.8 billion. Oof. Despacito. I, I remember that song. And then... But annoying, actually. Then number one most viewed <laughs> video it, on Is YouTube. it a well-known name? Could it be Adele? It's another kid's song. No. I'm not even kidding you. At 10.4 billion, it's Baby Shark Dance. Oh, by that song. Ping Baby Shark. Yes, that Baby Shark song. It, oh, that's another very annoying song. Now, the thing that that's blew my one. mind is I didn't expect any of these. No. I really I, thought I it would be stuff I knew, stuff. you know? Not no. the kid stuff. I the didn't expect stuff. the kid stuff. Not at all, no. But that goes to show, if you think about PewDiePie's initial audience, if you think about Jacksepticeye's initial mm-hmm. audience, if you think about all these very popular YouTubers, like, um, what was that one called that was so popular? It started with an S. It was like, sh- yeah. Shane Dawson. No, no, no. It was a, it was a YouTube channel. Uh, I can't remember. No, I probably like won't even guys. know. Oh, was it Five Guys who yeah, made it videos? Like, it was like a few guys. It started with an S. Yeah, they were just very popular back in the day, and I think like someone like them would have. But no, it's kids shows. And they, they didn't all even have make kids the list. audiences. The people that became very popular have these kids audiences, because who has the most time to watch YouTube the videos? Yeah, mommy's giving you the tablet, and now you can scroll through YouTube, keep yourself busy. And that is why I once thought this was a very interesting point, because yeah. ultimately... The people watching the most videos on YouTube, the most Netflix, playing the most games are all people who don't work an eight to five job. That's it. And those are all mostly kids. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And if the majority of kids are spending all their time watching movies, playing games and watching YouTube, you can't expect us to go into the future that isn't very tech orientated, that isn't very con- content consumption driven. It's their whole life, their whole world at the moment. 
And I thought that was a very interesting way to conceive what, when they're adults and they're managing kids, what will they allow them to watch? Exactly. So will they allow them the same um, freedom that they were allowed? Yeah. Interesting question. I realized that a couple of years ago, you know, when, uh, when, when I was a kid, you know, your mom and dad would say you went to Spur, for example, your mom and dad would get the crayons and the coloring in yes. things so the waiter would bring that immediately to keep you busy now they don't even bring that out anymore it's no. just hey kid here's the tablet <laughs> bam in your face and then that kid's on that thing the whole bloody meal eh? the whole meal he eats his meal on it basically <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I saw that one day and I was like wow they don't even color anymore no I wonder what happens if I want to go to Ocean Basket or something just ask them for a coloring book yeah, uh, like, they probably please. don't even have any more. No, they all the don't. kids just want their tablets. They give you a piece of paper. And, and all the parents will know, sorry, do you have Wi Fi? <laughs> <laughs> On to the sure. next. Are you ready? It, the time has finally come. Remember in 2009, this movie called Avatar came out. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful what a movie. movie. And obviously, it took many years to make the new one. Yeah. You got some news on the new one. Uh, yes. So, Avatar 2, which was confirmed a while ago. And is premiering on December 16th of this year. <gasps> oh, okay. it's almost. Finally has its name. Okay. Do you want to know what Avatar's sequel will be called? The first one was just called Avatar. Avatar, hey. yeah. By it's, James Cameron, you know? Yes. So it won't be called Avatar 2, will it now? No. So Avatar something something. Avatar The Way of Water. Okay, that's interesting. I thought it would be more interesting than that, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, you're, Very anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, it is. But can you imagine uh, the amount of work that goes into that thing? I mean, it takes years. It even took years to make Toy Story and all those good animations. So, so you obviously want to see the trailer. I want to see the trailer. Yes, when yes. can we see it? it? It premieres in parallel with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness on the 6th of May. So on the sixth uh, of May, the, the first corner. teaser trailer. Then will you be can released. kind of get the vibe. Exactly. And you know what's dropping tomorrow? What's happening? Ozark. <laughs> I just feel like anything you're going to tell me about watching <laughs> soon is Ozark. It's just like my go-to answer now. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag a little obsessed. Yeah. Uh, and they keep teasing now. They keep posting on their social media. They keep uh, posting these short 15-second clips mm. of what's going to happen. And, yeah, I can't take it, man. I can't wait. So tomorrow, Friday the 30th is... Uh, Friday the 29th tomorrow is uh, D-Day. How exciting. It's finally coming out. Just finally. seven episodes. Finale. So seven hours. But critics have already seen those seven TV critics. They got an advance, so they lucky enough to have seen those seven episodes already. And they described it as one of the best endings TV has ever seen. Beating Breaking Bad. And I mean, Breaking Bad had a freaking good ending. So, And TV critics aren't easy to please. So I just want to know, how's it going to end? That's so good. I don't think they're all going to die. That's too predictable. Uh-uh. It's going to... They wouldn't have an ending. Something's going like to happen that. that's going to just blow our socks off. I know it. And I can't wait. But, Kane, now you must give me advice. Must I watch all seven this weekend? Binge watch? Because oh. <laughs> I can easily do that. I can watch a whole series in one night. I know. So, so I. should I binge watch all seven this weekend? Or should I watch two or three and then save some more for next weekend or something you know what I think you should because I have no self-control you know what I think you should do <laughs> tell me I think you should re-watch the last season I did I'm actually doing listen dude I planned this you know I'm actually watching almost like a build up 
the last seven before this. So tonight I'm watching two more, and then that's going to be right at the point where I watch the well, new what ones. What I was going to suggest was watching the last season and then binge watching all of it. Like as one big long movie marathon weekend. Obviously, shower, eat, you know, <laughs> like walk outside, <laughs> see nope. which direction the sunlight is. Nope. <laughs> but other than that, watch it. It's like have a whole like make it a whole movie weekend. Thing. Yeah, because you make see, the fun. big thing is the finale, y- and you don't want to read the spoilers. No. Like, let's say you save three or four more episodes for later, and then here you read something online now, and then that whole ending is spoiled for you. I'm so scared of spoilers because they just jump out at you. Yeah, and you can't unsee it. Yeah. Know? No, absolutely. So I'm worried about that because no doubt people are going to spoil it again in the group. So. Well, w- well, back to Avatar. So Disney gave a synopsis of the film. It's about as vague as you can get. And they, and they say, set more than a decade after the events of the first film, Avatar, the way of water begins to tell the story of Sully's family and their kids, the trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep them, their, each other safe, and the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure. It's about as, it's about as vague as you can get. Yeah, it can be anything. So we're going to see what that trailer <laughs> looks like. But uh, here's something that is that is very interesting. So for all the gamers out there, right, everyone who's gaming, um, Call of Duty's anti-cheat system has, has got an upgrade. And it is quite a cool... So first things you have to understand is there's a lot of cheaters in online games. Oh, yes. And it's rampant and it's a frustrating... I had a cheat sheet for... Yeah. What was it called? That game where you steal and, and uh, drive around? Yeah. No, <laughs> had a that's cheat cheats. That's not hacks. <laughs> hacks are like you're playing an online game, five people versus five people, and you can see all five enemy people and you oh. just click your button and it automatically aims at them and just destroys oh. them. And okay. it's like impossible to enjoy very it advanced, as the receiver yeah. of this hacker. You know? yeah. And there's lots of them. Tens of thousands have been banned already. I think 80,000 were banned last year. Your hackers. Damn. Okay. That's a big one. So in a new blog post, the developers behind Call of Duty's anti-cheat system had outlined a new cloaking measure that makes legitimate players invisible to cheaters. Hmm. It effectively makes it impossible for cheaters to be competitive during a match, regardless of any illicit software they may be using. Characters, bullets, even sound from legitimate players will be undetectable to cheaters. Legitimate players, however, can see cheaters impacted by cloaking and can dole out in-game punishment. So you can be playing a game. There's a cheater running around. He sees you. He tries to cheat. He can't see you anymore. You're invisible. Your game now says this guy is a cheater. Good. And you're invisible to this guy. Good. So you just absolutely waste him, you know? And that's their way of dealing with cheaters. That's a good one. It's a very interesting one. Outside yeah. of banning them for yeah. last bans. And then I didn't even know people do that. No. I'm so behind on gaming. CSGO even, even, I think CSGO is like, if you cheat, you get put into specific matchmaking. So cheaters play with cheaters. And people that don't cheat play with themselves, you know, they play amongst, yeah. against each other. But I thought that was a very interesting way to, to look at the problem because there's money on the line. People might say, well, who cares if it's just a game? It's just a game. Well, there's tournaments, $100,000, million dollar tournaments. Real money. Real money. Okay. You know? well, then it's a very serious And imagine you, you lose your $100,000 win because someone cheated. What now if your internet goes down winter. during it? No, you don't. Don't. You're out the game. That's not <laughs> cheating. That's unfortunate. That you should have checked your stuff before. Can you, play. you imagine how you would scream at your ISP no. if they, if something happened to your I internet? Get, I get frustrating playing Candy Crush. Can you imagine? Or what, what if there's load shedding? What What do you do? Nothing. You run. You 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 <laughs> you give up. You stop the tournament and you leave. <laughs> it's over for you. That's so. Load bad. shedding in South Africa will destroy your tournament for sure. But also in 
regards to to gamers and gaming out there if anyone has ever owned an xbox and a pc you'll know that xbox had a fantastic feature basically which was called the xbox game pass and if you bought the xbox game pass and you had an xbox you had access to a whole bunch of titles a whole bunch of games whether it's old games or new games or brand new games you had access to these games and all you had to do was pay a subscription every month Mm. now if you had a pc as well any single game that you had access to on xbox you also had access to on your pc so effectively buying one game or or purchasing a game pass gives you a a playable experience on a console or a computer that was the xbox game pass and that's how it got so popular especially as popular as it is today but now sony is launching their version of a sony game pass which will give people access to many games that they can just pay a monthly subscription for and get access to so i've got the subscriptions here that will be launching for the playstation plus so you have playstation plus essential which offers online multiplayer access as well as two ps4 and one ps5 titles to download each month one month costs 119 rand three months is 319 effectively uh, 106 rand a month and a year costs about 62 rand a month PlayStation Plus Extra, which includes the benefits of Plus Essential and a catalogue of hundreds of downloadable PS4 and PS5 games, one month costs about 103 Rand at the cheapest. And then you have the PlayStation Deluxe, which includes the benefits of the above plans, as well as trials and access to definitive games from years gone by in a classics catalogue. This plan costs about 120 Rand a month for, hmm. the, for the longest one year package. Um, but I would keep my eye open for this. It's a big thing for for PlayStation. These games are expensive, man. Yeah. You're talking about a subscription that costs a hundred max at the at, if you're paying each year annually. It's going to cost you 120 rand a month. One mm. game will cost you 600 rand. Just one. You. Just one game. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's expensive. It is expensive. And if you yeah. own a console, and one of the main reasons why I haven't purchased another console is because if the console costs 4,500 rand your first four games cost 4,000 rand mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah it doesn't make sense but uh, with something like a game pass this this idea becomes a little bit more like appealing to me yeah you know what I mean it is much better that yeah and that's the gist of that so ultimately there's one last thing that I have to go through and that's that DJ2 is halting all shipments to Russia and Ukraine to slow the weaponization of their drones down. They took a very... Like, they didn't want to get involved in the geopolitics. Mm -hmm. That's been their statement the whole time. They don't want to get involved in geopolitics and they definitely don't want their drones to be weaponized. So, they didn't want to do anything. They didn't want to cancel uh, drone delivery to Ukraine or Russia. They didn't want to play, to play a role in that. Even though hundreds of other companies have said we're no longer providing business to Russia, um, DJ was was saying, sorry, you know, we're still going to keep supplying it. We want to stay neutral. But that was creating a lot of problems because Russia might have weaponized a drone and killed someone. Ukraine might have weaponized a drone and killed someone. So people were dying because DJ2 drones were being weaponized. Mm. They're not directly being sent by DJ2. There's distributors that distribute to those places. So it's actually pretty difficult to stop. Yeah. But what they have decided to do is halt the distributions of drones to both those locations. So there will be no mm. available drones in Ukraine and no available drones sold to Russia. And that's how they're, they're enough, their yeah. neutral st- um, stance, mm, so to speak. Mm. And 
I didn't even know that these drones were being weaponized. I thought they were creating their own version of a drone. Yeah. You know, it's some custom technology stuff. But I mean, if it's easy to just hook something onto a drone and just fly it around. What, what are they putting on these drones? That's a mighty good just, question. Are they just flying them in there like kamikaze pilots and uh, putting bombs on them? So some of them might be weaponized, like shoot a couple bullets. Wow. But I think a lot of them are surveillance oriented, like Could custom be, yeah. tech to monitor, you know, different frequencies, to, to monitor different radio waves, you know. That's Do you get softer drones? Because they're so noisy. I mean, I will know when a drone is watching me because they're so noisy. Mm. Sounds like a lot of bees, a swarm of mm. bees, you know. Do you have they worked on that in 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 the meantime? I'm wondering, you know, just to have silent drones, like a stealth drone. Yeah, because you can hear it coming. It it makes a lot of noise actually. So I'm wondering, are they not working on technology to make those drones a bit more silent? Well, I'm looking at. Are there stealth drones? Stealth fighters are effectively designed to operate in airspace to the enemy. Yeah, there's not at the moment, actually. Not that I can see, but best believe Imps that's be a way. Imagine there's not a there. There won't you won't know if it exists because you won't be able to um, purchase a stealth drone commercially because the reason there's lights on drones. Yeah. Because even the reason some drones are so loud. Is so that people know they're being surveilled. Exactly. You know, they they know that there's a drone in the area. Their public, their their right to privacy isn't infringed. They don't not know that they're being monitored. So these are things that kind of have to be there. But that doesn't mean they don't. They're not mechanically able to be there. So military initiatives and things. You best believe there's stealth drones. You know, you best believe there's drones that stop sonar. You know, and things like that. They will hundred percent be that kind of stuff. But you won't go buy it from game. Hey, this is a really cool song by Glass Animals. It's called Heat Waves. Before that, The Kid Leroy. That's another one to uh, keep an eye on. And uh, Thousand Miles. Nice music here on uh, Tech Plus. And you know both these tunes, eh? I do. No, it's good tunes. They're very lacquer tunes, eh? Good tunes. Yes. Well, Kane's anesthetic is uh, wearing off now. <laughs> he had his wisdom uh, uh, pulled a little bit earlier. So, uh, just uh, it's time for some news from the Titanic. The sinking ship. Yes. Do we have our audio? Yes. Let's or do you want to sing it today? <laughs> I know. Maybe you've another been, day. <laughs> you've been through enough fight, Shane. Yeah. We can't do that to Kane. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Caprio would be present here with his hands. And he was sitting heart. on his knees in his swimming pool and we thought he was drowning. I want my tears back. I want my tears back. <laughs> anyway, so DSTV announced uh, several changes and uh, one of them is uh, they're adding three new channels uh, this year, but they're also taking away some channels. Now, uh, a lot of people would probably say that uh, they don't really care about these channels that are being removed. Uh, because they're not that popular. But anyway, from the 1st of May, it's uh, going to be Lifetime. Lifetime channel is going to be removed. I think that was the one with the soapies where, like, a man and a woman would be in the scene and then the man would say, I'm your sister. You know, that kind of... <laughs> those soapies. Those yeah. ridiculous soapies. So that one's going uh, Lifetime on the 1st of uh, May, which is... When's it? Sunday. Okay. And then uh, E-Movies will be going. E-Movies Extra will be going. 
uh, E Extra will be going and E Tunes will also be going. All those channels that I just mentioned, the E channels so will be removed. going from the 1st of July. They're all disappearing. And then, uh, obviously, uh, earlier this year, on the 2nd of March, we lost Russia Today because they stopped uh, carrying Russia it. Russia Today? Yeah. Really? <laughs> stopped carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. No, no, not not Russia today. I don't think anyone watches that. But no, the, I didn't um, watch it. The e sh- ETV and you know E movies and E tunes. It's part of our heritage, you know. But apparently, the ETV only they've only got a capacity, uh, a limited capacity on their channels so that they can store on the satellite. Yes, and uh, they have to sometimes kick some channels off, not because they want to, but to make space for new ones. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just a business decision, and that the channels aren't getting enough views and all that kind I of stuff. I think they would definitely have a, a data transfer limit whereby, okay. you know, only so much information because in essence, anything on your decoder is being sent all at once. You're just yeah. choosing what to watch. And it's from a satellite yeah. in space. Yeah. It's beamed up from Randburg where uh, the STV is, their main headquarters, from their ma- massive control room where they monitor all the TV channels 24-7. Mm. And then it's beamed up because have you ever seen those satellites on that place's roof? Because that's those are the satellites that send it to space. Yeah. And then from space it comes to your home, and it's all within seconds. I think there's like a ten or fifteen second delay. That's impressive. That's really impressive, eh? But those satellites, you should see that. And sometimes when it's when there's like massive storms in Joburg, then uh, that's also why your TV will break up. Yeah, that your DSTV will it glitches and it breaks up on, into all these little pixels. <laughs> you know when your signal's bad, it's bad, eh? It's like on DSTV, like it goes, like it starts really. But sometimes it's not raining on your side, and then you're like, why is it breaking up like that? Then you know they're having a massive storm in Randburg. So we know SABC and ETV and all of them are kind of starting their own streaming service. Do you think Oof. they've pulled the plug on DSTV so that they can only be accessible through that streaming service, or do you think that DSTV decided to cut them out, gave them one year? notice and this is their solution to being cut out of dstv questions we have very very interesting question kane what came first you know Mm. Uh, see dstv also want to strike up uh, some kind of deal with uh, disney plus already Uh, that's coming yeah i don't know what that's all about okay no 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 real details yet at the moment yeah no i mean you see, they want to. They're like, if you can't beat them, join them. So they they're trying kind of, really hard. They're trying really hard to bring everything into one place. Like in your decoder now, if you have a, a new decoder, you will have YouTube on it and Netflix even. It's they're trying to make it a one-stop shop. TV. Yeah, it's exactly. Turn any TV into a smart TV. It's your With decoder, decoder, your satellite, Absolutely. your Netflix, your you know. So it's maybe all they want to add Disney Plus on there as well, That's which wise. which is not bad. It's clever. If yeah, it's, I if would it's do that. Not, as long as it's not adding Disney Plus as a channel, because I just want I no, won't no. watch Disney it Plus. It needs to be like Netflix, it. where exactly. you can go in into your account and then pick it's what completely, you, you know, internet connected, and you operate and you watch what you want to watch and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and is that it for us? That's it for us, man. That's the tech show, the tech plus. So now, now off to bed, okay? <laughs> Maybe a few more business calls and then we could talk about yeah. bed. <laughs> how, how long are these calls going to be? An hour each, probably. Oof, no, so you're getting in bed at 69. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll wake up many hours later. <laughs> so I'll heal by then. No, Kane, thank you so much. Love your dedication and uh, thanks for coming in. It's not everybody that can come to a studio and do a radio show after they had their wisdom. <laughs> Some people are just uh, 
they just expire <laughs> for a couple of Great days. Great domination for a few minutes. <laughs> no, I agree. But thank you so much for having you. Thanks, everyone, for, for listening into this this week's episode of Tech Plus. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have a lot more developments over the next week with Elon and all Ooh, this stuff happening. What's he going to buy next, I yeah. wonder? Next week's going to be hot. But can he please buy ESCOM? He made a joke about I that. I saw that. He? he made a joke that he would buy please ESCOM buy for ESCOM. like 40 cents or something like that. Yeah, 40 what, cents. That's yeah. what he believes it's worth. It something. is pretty much, yeah. yeah. But hey, this week's almost over. We had no load no, shedding. Yeah, no, and we won't. We won't. No. no one You're touching wood. It's not real wood, no. eh? I've been cheated. <laughs> if load shedding is here, it's because of this non wooden desk <laughs> situation we got going here. It's so fake. <laughs> okay. But thank you so much, Ian. I will check you next week. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Also, to Susan and her vacuum cleaner for listening today. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, to Susan, and, and to all and all my friends that listen in every week. Thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers, Kane. Week.